Wanna whisper in your ear that you're, that you're good enough I wanna change the way you see you, you're strong enough Say them not know that you got more than meets the eyes And them not see you making stride after stride Welcome to the Queen Tings Podcast, where we are about feeding your heart, Queen, with the stuff that makes you unstoppable. It's about giving you permission to be, feel, and to take huge leaps in life and in business, to be who you truly are, and to make all the money you want to make and still have amazing relationships. Listen, take a moment and subscribe to this podcast so that you can be alerted to when we're dropping new episodes. And I want you to share this with the queens around you and all of your girlfriends, the people that you love. I want y'all to holler at me. All right. Here in South Florida, back in the day when we thought somebody was cute and we wanted them to talk to us or come get our numbers, we would say, hey, holler at me. So I want you to get serious about your queening and I want you to holler at me. You can go to iqueenup.com and set some time aside to sit with me and gain some insight and strategy to master your internal harmony. Listen, 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 queen. I know, I know, I know they may have told you that your skill is enough to get you through as long as you have this skill, as long as you have the right licensing and all of that goodness, they said that you would be able to succeed. But let me tell you something. Your skill is very minute in importance when it comes to your mindset and your internal harmony. Your internal harmony is the key to life and business progress. So I want you to prioritize your progress and I want you to book some time with me. All right. So now listen, I'm a little stuffy today. All of my children <laughs> like week after week have been going through all of this coughing and stuffy noses and all that stuff. And so finally, mommy has gotten the stuffy nose. So you're going to hear me probably uh, uh, cough a little bit and clear my throat some and have a bit of, of a stuffy sound. But uh, we're going to get through this today together. So listen, it took me several years to even attempt a podcast because of my conditioning as a pastor, a pastor's wife, a pastor's child. I was in ministry my entire life. And so my conditioning got me to a place where talking about transparency, um, it, 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 it was cool. You know, transparency looks cool. Like, you know, I'm not perfect. And, and saying things like that, that is, you know, that's a little trend that we have as pastors, but then vulnerability is something different. Now, now y'all, y'all going to hear, we got like these painters here, they're painting and all that. So you're probably going to hear some, some of all of that too, but we're going to stay focused today on this. Okay. I want you to hear what I'm saying to you. We did transparency, but we did not do vulnerability because vulnerability often makes us feel like we are weak. Most people look at being vulnerable as if you are weak. If I say, I have a problem with X, Y, and Z, it looks like I'm being weak, right? So I could say, 
transparently, right? Transparency, it could be, oh, you know what? I used to, I'm gonna be transparent with y'all. I used to have a problem with X, Y, and Z, right? That's transparent. But vulnerability lets you know where I currently am, whether I am nervous right now or whether I am angry right now or whether I am struggling right now to deal, right? And so vulnerability is at a whole other level. We had transparency down packed, but that vulnerability thing, man, that, that made us feel like we were weak. But I have learned and I'm still learning that vulnerability is a strength. It really is a strength. So after getting over my years of waiting and putting it off and wanting everything to be perfect and everything to look amazing as I got ready to do a podcast, I finally realized like, you know what? I am a work in progress, just like you are a work in progress. But it took me some time to recognize that as I'm a work in progress, I, I have to find my voice. I had to find my voice and, and I'm still discovering what my voice looks like outside of being the pastor's daughter, the pastor's wife, the pastor myself. I'm still discovering that. And it has not been an easy road. It has been one of those things where I'm like, like, what are we really doing? Like, take me back to pastoring when, when my mom was still alive on this side of heaven and, and everything felt, you know, somewhat comfortable. It was, it was painful at times, but you know, it, it was, it was normal, you know? And so there are times when I would love to rush back into the normalcy of what I was doing, but I knew that that normalcy, that comfort zone that I have, it was going to take me out before my time. And I, I knew it was time for me to get out. It was time for me to find my voice. Now, today we are talking a bit about numbing our feelings down and how to move beyond the phase of numbing your feelings down to make everyone else around you comfortable, to make sometimes yourself feel comfortable so that you can like literally be the voice that is speaking, like embody your own voice, you know? Um, anytime that we would get super vulnerable, especially me, anytime I would get super vulnerable and share my emotions or seem imperfect, I literally would get phone calls from people telling me that I needed to talk about something else. Don't share about what you're going through. Don't share about those things that need to be kept quiet here in the church, you know, like be quiet about that stuff. Don't tell people that you are hurt, right? And that conditioning would take over and I would feel really bad. I would get like this vulnerability hangover. You know, they would say, you're going to make people feel uneasy. No pastors are going to want to invite you to their church because you are too authentic. You are too controversial. And I thought that, you know, if I am too controversial, if, if being authentic is too controversial, then I don't think that I want to be a part of any church circle that is not willing to embrace me for who I really am. Now, I'm not talking about just going crazy and, and, and being out of control. No, I'm just talking about being authentically me. And so I had to create space in my life because I hadn't found it. I had to create space in my life and I'm still creating space in my life where the authentic me can be seen, right? 
And so I was told to keep silent. You know, they like me, you know, when, when I'm laughing and I'm telling jokes, they, they loved it. Then they liked me when I was sharing an amazing revelation. But when I was human, that human side of me, it was disdained. It was not validated. It was looked upon as weak. And that, oh my goodness, that drove me away from those circles. It didn't drive me away from God because I knew better. You know, I had had my own experience with, with experiences with God. I had too many to say, no, you know, God is not for me anymore. I had too many experiences with him in prayer and with, it, with him in my own time to, to shut him out. But I definitely had to get the voices of those people out of my mind so that my own voice could be heard by my own heart first and then the hearts of others. So I had to find my, vo- my own voice again. Um, I had to choose, and I still choose every day, whether I'm going to silence myself and numb down the feelings that I have or, or the things that I'm experiencing or whether I'm gonna speak out and share some of the gory details of my experiences and the experiences of others that I get an opportunity uh, to talk with and some of those people that I know very closely. So today, as I said, we are going to be talking about how we numb ourselves right out of our feelings and right out of our freedom, why we do that and how we can put a stop to it, freedom. I want you to say it with me. Freedom. I want my freedom. I cannot be free if I numb my feelings down. I have to be willing to voice them and sometimes shout them when necessary. Because we are serious about our freedom, because we're serious about wanting our freedom, I want you to know that as we continue uh, with these Queen Things podcasts, I'm here to announce your freedom, but not just yours, but my own. As I continue discovering my own voice, I am hoping that you begin discovering your own voice as well. What does it sound like? What what is your voice crying even when you are not shouting out loud? What is the theme of the message of your life and what do you have to say? about it. And so I'm hoping that we all together will find our voices and we will begin to rise. This is why I am such an advocate for the freedom and the full arising of women, of women to brain as queens. That means though, that we've got to deal with some of the things that have kept us weighed down, silenced and unfit to show up in the world the way that we were destined to show up. We've been weighed down. We've been suppressed by misogyny, by racial systems and religious systems. And today we're saying no more. So let's talk about this numbing our feelings down thing and why we do it. Why do we numb our feelings down? Listen, number one is because we're afraid of what it's going to look like if we let them out. I remember many times, like, if I just let these feelings out, I don't know what this is going to look like. Like, I literally feel a cuss coming on in my bones. Like, this cuss is coming up from so deep in my bones that I'm about to, like, freak out and cuss everybody out. And so, real quick, I just numb my feelings down really fast because I don't want to be seen 
as someone who gets upset about the things that people should get upset about. <laughs> and so I numb those things down, right? Um, I, I strive with all of my heart to create spaces that are safe for myself and for other queens because we need to get to the place that no matter what those feelings look like, and no matter how uncomfortable those feelings are, we can talk it through together. And, and through is the key word here because your feelings are not supposed to be a container for your life. It's not supposed to be the coffin for the rest of your life. You just stuck in this box of your feelings. No, feelings are more like a tunnel that you need to walk through. As you deal with them, you walk through feelings or feelings can pass through you. But when you don't allow those feelings to be free, they become your coffin. And we don't want that any longer, right? Number two, the reason why we numb our feelings down is because we don't want to get out of hand. I don't want to get out of hand, but let me ask you this. Whose hands were you in in the first place? Who's got your destiny in their hands? Who's got your money in their hands? See, no one can keep any of these things back from you except for you. And so whose hands are you in right now? Are you in the hands of the people whose uh, good opinion you want? Or are you and God doing this thing together? So, so we don't want to get out of hand, but listen, this is the crazy part about not wanting to get out of hand. This is the crazy part about not of, about being afraid of what it's going to look like. Listen, when you numb them down and you don't share what it is you feel at some point, those feelings are going to cause an explosion within you. Whether that happens on year one or year 40, they are coming. And when they come, the longer you hold them down, it's like a basketball in water. The further you push that basketball down, when it comes up, the, the further you push it down, the more force it has when it comes up. And so there is an explosion coming if you keep numbing, right? <laughs> so we want to avoid the explosion and we want to start expressing those things that we feel. Now, at times, there are things that make us want to explode. And those things come out and it may look crazy or it may feel out of control at first. But the more you express your feelings instead of numbing them down is the more you will be able to um, anticipate how you are going to react. Now, there are some things that happen. We don't really know how we're going to react but you can at least anticipate and trust yourself to respond in a way that is healthy for you and in a way that is healthy for others to the best of your ability in those situations, right? And if you don't, guess what? You can do your best to apologize, make amends, do what you need to do. But the more you hold those feelings down is the crazier they are going to come 
out. All right. So that was just two. I just wanted to share just a couple of them with you. I don't want to, you know, cause your brain to explode with all of this knowledge. Now, there are some other reasons why we numb feelings down, uh, things that we have experienced as children, conditioning, as I mentioned earlier, fear. There's so many other reasons, but those are just two popular reasons of why we numb those feelings down. Now, how do we stop doing that? How do we stop, right? It's going to take us being willing to pause, to press pause. When we press pause, and this is something that I gave you an assignment, gave, gave you an assignment to do last, last time, I asked you to pause and I asked you to journal your feelings out. Just pay attention. And sometimes it just takes a moment where we pause and we intentionally Keyword there, again, intentionally take time to listen to our hearts. What is my heart saying right now? Not just because something happened, not just because there was a crisis, not just because, you know, you got into it with someone at work today, but no, making it a regular um, practice where you listen to what your heart's saying. You may be driving, just turn the music off. Or you can put on some meditation music and just listen to what your heart is saying. When you do that, you begin calling your heart to become your best friend. Now, I know we got our besties all around us and we need our besties around us, right? But the same way that you would share your heart with your bestie, your heart needs to share things with you and so intentionally taking time take yourself to lunch and listen to what your heart has to say write those things down so that you can validate them and attend to those things that your heart is sharing we build relationships with the people that are willing to listen and validate that's that's the next one how do we stop numbing ourselves down we do it by building relationships with people that are willing to listen and validate. Now, sometimes we've numbed our hearts down so much that it's hard for us to hear our own hearts talking. So it is good whether you've done it for a long time or whether you haven't, it's good to have people around you that will listen to your heart and validate, help to retrain your brain so that your brain understands that you are in a safe space. This can help us learn to validate ourselves when we have not understood how to. But until we get there, until we are willing or or able to validate ourselves, it's good to keep some validating folks around us. The next thing is get the help you need. We often need a professional that understands the cues, that, un- that has uh, an understanding of how to listen to, to read, uh, uh, to someone that has an intuitive ability to hear what you're saying and what you're not saying, to hear the heart behind what you're saying. Go and get some help. There are folks that are out there and you know that I would love to be a part of listening to and caring for your heart. At iQueenUp, we understand the importance of the leading lady's heart, the queen's heart. And without uh, that center, your center of creativity being free, everything else in your life 
gets stagnant. So we deal with the heart, we deal with the mindset, and we deal with the movement of women. This way, we won't cancel ourselves out. I have it in my heart to help. Now, my goal before was, you know, I would say, I want to help 100,000 women get free, arise, become their own economic systems, and build strong relationships for legacy. I used to think that that was a big number, but now I don't think that that's a big number at all. But I want you to help me to do this. I want you to help me to reach 100,000 women. I want you to help me reach the women that are in your sphere. Maybe you're doing amazing. You never numb your heart down. You always express your feelings and process through those feelings well. Maybe you are just super duper emotionally intelligent. Well, there are people around you that are not. And for those people, they need I queen up. And so I'm offering it to you, but I'm also offering this to the people who are around you, the people that need your help. They need your connections and your resources. And because you've got me in your resources now, it would be awesome if you share this podcast with them, share the iqueenup.com website with them so that they can book a session. Now, the first session is free. You can say, hey girl, listen, I got a gift for you this holiday season. I want you to book a session with LaShawn. This, here are the steps to booking. Go to iqueenup.com, check her out, listen to the podcast, see what she's all about. And I want you to go and have your free session. It is a gift to you. And either way, whether we are a good fit or we are not a good fit, you are going to walk away and your friends will walk away from that one session with strategy of what 2023 needs to look like, setting up a plan for your internal harmony, for becoming your own economic system and building tribes and teams for your success and for legacy. That is what I Queen Up is all about. I'm offering that to you. Listen, I love doing it. It is my expertise, and I would love to share that with you this holiday season. I have so enjoyed just sharing these things with you. I hope that you have some tips that you have written down uh, to help you to stop numbing yourself. I did it for so many years, and I am literally in the midst of retraining my own brain to not numb myself down but to hear out what my heart has to say and allow my voice to be heard. It is time for your voice to be heard, queen. This is your time. And I am in full agreement of your life, your livelihood, and your forward progress. I'm looking forward to having a session with you. I cannot wait. Until next time, until next episode, I hope that you have an amazing, amazing day. We'll talk soon. Love is the type of violence that you sometimes cannot see. It drips constantly. Love cannot help but to drive fear from its roots in you. You are loved. You are loved. You are loved.